This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Thank you, Rabbi Haber, for those inspiring words. <clears throat> and it's really, we see the great Achdus and Klal Yisrael. We have Sfardim and the Ashkenazim have learned a lot from the Sfardic community. As just today, Urban Pops has made its way to the five towns. In 1945, immediately after the war, a small group of survivors, emaciated physically, emotionally, but these were Yidin of soaring spirit. And before rebuilding even their own families and their own personal lives, they understood that Klal needs to rebuild from the very foundation and they gathered together. Aviezer Burstein, Avram Chazemba, Shemayer Zemba, and to me personally, most notably my grandfather, Harab Mordechai Leib Gladstein, Zecher Tzadik Levracha, who passed away last year at 106 years old. They gathered together to reestablish Agudas Yisrael, 1945. I have a picture here of five survivors holding the banner of Agudas Yisrael right after the war. So for me personally, to speak at the Agudah Convention 77 years later, is very poignant for me on many levels. Certainly the challenges that Kal Yisrael faced 75 years ago are dramatically different than the challenges that we face today. But the address... The address that we go to to address these challenges is the same address. Technology today presents us with uh, a multiplicity of challenges. Today I would like to discuss two of them. These are two challenges we could spend a lot of time analyzing, delving into, discussing. But let's treat them or Nimrats. And those challenges are Kedushas Hoinayim and Kedushas Hazman. Kedushas Enayim. You can't ignore it. You can't make believe it doesn't exist. You can't throw it under the rug. As difficult, as uncomfortable as it may be to discuss this with your children, it will not make the problem go away. You need to have a plan. You need to have a scheme. And this is not limited to people who have a smartphone, to people who have a computer. If you open up the front door of your home, if you walk down the streets, you need to be equipped. How does a Yid deal with the challenge of Kedusha Seinayim? And this is a challenge that as, as much as we've been challenged for this for a thousand years, for two thousand years... We are infinitely more challenged in this area than ever before in history. So here are two techniques that I find to be personally very effective, very helpful. And as a Hashem, I think this is very important to share with our children. Let's identify, let's clarify. When faced with the challenge, turning away, closing your eyes, it's a mitzvah in the Taira. There's a mitzvah of tefillin, there's a mitzvah of tzitzis, there's a mitzvah of halakas neirois, and there's a mitzvah in the Torah, v'loy sasuru acharei levavchem v'yacharei enichem. 
Which means that at that moment when a person is faced with a challenge, it is no less of a moment than a tilas lulav, than yeshiva sukkah. Now there's a great principle in Asiyah Samitzvahis. At the time that a person performs a mitzvah, it's an ace ratzain. I'll give you an example. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar writes in Parshas Yisroi, Parak Yutas Pasakimah. We know Noshim Davin at the time of Halakas Ner Shabbos. Why? Why then? What's so special about the moment of Halakas Ner Shabbos? Says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, Ruuya Ha'isha Lishpalel Hashem Yisbarach Bishas Halakas Haner. Nothing special about that moment other than that's the moment of fulfilling a mitzvah and therefore that moment is opportune to have your prayers answered. By the way, the Chafetz Chaim similarly writes, you ever wonder, you just finished benching, you said the whole long benching, three long brachas, and all of a sudden you have this whole slew of harachamans. Well, the harachamans, the benching's not long enough. So says the Chafetz Chaim, Berchus HaMazan is a mitzvah doiraisa. Where you fulfill the mitzvah, it's an ace rotzain. It's an ace rotzain, take advantage immediately. Harachamani Farnasin Bechavayt. Harachamani Shbarolein Me'at Savarenu. Says Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein, he quotes in the name of the Shoymer Amunim, that if somebody's walking down the street, someone's on their computer, Someone's on their phone. And they're tempted with a challenge to look at something indecent and immoral. And they close their eyes and they turn away. It is a moment of asiyas ha-mitzvah. And not just a mitzvah like lulav or hadlakas neiros. It's asiyas ha-mitzvah that requires hisgabrus hayetzer. You know, people look, they go to Kvarim. I'm a big Kevra guy. I just went to about 70 Kvarim the last four days. I just landed yesterday. I was in Harmanuchos, Harhazesim, Marasamach Pela, Chevroin. You name the cemetery, I was there. You name the Gadol, I said hello. You want an Ace Ratzain? When you're confronted on the streets of Manhattan with something indecent and you turn the other way. That is an Esrat sign, says the Shemar Amunim, Muftach loy she'ain't tfilasoy chayzeres reikam. It's a haftacha. Your tefillah will be answered. I'll tell you why this is such a powerful technique. It's not because I'm into school ice. I'm not into school ice. It's because you have to understand how the Yitzhahara operates. When someone's on the phone, when someone's walking down the street, and they have the opportunity to take a glance, the way the Yitzhahara operates is, just look, just look. Nobody will know. It's less than Ketoch Kedai Dibur. It's less than the Zman of Shalom Aleichah Rebbe Umoiri. You'll go daven after, you'll learn after, you'll give tzedakah after. It won't affect you. The Yitzhar tries to slip it in. So what this does is it slows down the Nisayan in real time. You stop. You identify. This is the moment of Asiyas HaMitzvah. Mitzvah 
Ubeezros Hashem Yemale Hashem Kol Meshalois of Lataiva. That's the first Tahbula. Identify the opportunity, slow it down in your mind. This might be the most important moment of your life. I could think of a thing or two I might need to daven for. This is the moment. Here's another incredible Tahbula. One of the great Italian Mekubalim, Ramami Pano, Rabbeinu Menachem Azaria Ofano. He had a Talmud, Rabbi Eliezer Nachman Pua, who wrote a Sefer, Darke Hatshuva. <clears throat> In the Darke Hatshuva, he writes that we know there's a concept, Oni Chashiv Kameis, Suma Chashiv Kameis. A blind person is as if they're dead. Says the Sefer, Darke Hatshuva, if a blind person is considered as if they're dead, what if somebody is able to see and they choose to turn away and to close their eyes? Then they're definitely chashav kameis. So listen to his cheshben. If someone who is able to see closes their eyes and turns the other way and they render themselves by choice chashav kameis, you know, it's a very frightening Gemara, Masech Yuma. The Gemara says on Daf Pevav, Arba Chiluke Kapara. There are four divisions of atonement. Somebody is over a lav, so then, need Yom Kippur. Less than a lav, and I say, Tshuva takes it off immediately. But you know, if somebody violates a lav, Sheyesh by Kares, Yom Kippur doesn't work. You know, if somebody violates Chilil Hashem, Yom Kippur doesn't work. The Gemara says, Chas Somebody needs more severe punishment. Chilol Hashem ad yoim hamisa. Says the Darke Hatshuva, but if somebody is walking down the street and they close their eyes and they render themselves chash of kames, Right there. Stronger than Yom Kippur. It's greater than Tshuva. So I believe the following Chiddush emerges. That if somebody closes their eyes to something indecent, if someone turns the other way to something immoral, if that's Mechaprin Loy Al then what if somebody filters their device so they don't have to turn away in the first place? What if somebody puts a filter on their computer so they're not faced with the Nisoyan in the first place? Then Allah has kama v'kama moichlin Then all the more so, it's a stronger moment than Yom Kippur. The moment a person says, you know what, I don't even want to put myself in the Nisayon. You could imagine that's the greatest ace Ratzayin probably in your entire life. Muftach loy sheyemalei Hashem kol meshalois liboy l'tayva. Muftach loy shemoichlin loyal kol The moment a person renders themselves, that suma, that's chosh of kemes, moichlin loyal kol You know, there's a gr- another great Tachbula. 
that we don't have time to get into right now. But in a certain sense, this is the most powerful tachbula that you can use. I want to, once we're on the subject, I would like to mention. So the Yitzhahara comes to you, says, take a look at that. Look at that. You're really missing out. It's mamish azoy geshmak. Nothing will happen. Never tell the Yitzhahara no. You can never tell the Yitzhahara no. So why not? Like the Rav mentioned before, the way things work in this world, the way the Rav Hashem set up the world, is there's always force and counterforce. Even in the laws of physics, you push against somebody, that person will push back with equal force. You exert, exert pressure on a wall, the wall exerts an even amount of pressure on you. Psychologically, the way the human mind works, is the more you say no to something, the more the mind is tempted to want that thing. And therefore, whenever the Yed Sahara comes to you, it's not only in Shemir Seinayim, you're angry at somebody, you're upset. In any Nisoyon in life, you don't say no. You say, Yed Sahara, you're right. It's a Hazoi Geshmak. It's going to be great. I really should look. I know I'm missing out. That's why I'm going to look Next time, I'm going to look tomorrow. I'm going to look in an hour, but not now. Say so that's counterintuitive. You shouldn't do that. You always do that. It's called shoychad l'satan. Look in Mechtav and Eliyahu, page 262. You always tell the Yetzirah, next time, you never say no. It's the same thing with kids. Go to sleep. No. Do your homework. No. You want to stay up five more minutes? Yeah. It's also a manner of understanding. It's a manner of giving in. Whenever there's force, there's always counterforce. Whenever it seems like you're giving in to something, the resistance lowers. You never say, I'm not going to look. You say, next time. Mikhtam Elio says, this is the soid, the Kabbalistic soid. If you ever look in the Tefillin Shalroish, there's a seyar of an egel sticking out on the top. The Radvaz wrote a sefer of Tamei HaMitzvah, Sapi Kabbalah. He says whenever we do a mitzvah, we always give shoychad to the satan. Shoychad to the satan is never say no, say tomorrow, in an hour, next time. I want to share with you something that's so powerful and so controversial Never try it at an Aguda convention. <clears throat> Rav Gamliel Rabinovich, of course, is uh, one of the Rosh Yeshiva, Yeshiva Shar Shamayim, great Makobo, but also one of the great Mashpiyim on uh, young people today. I want to share you with, with you an insight from Rav Gamliel Rabinovich that is so powerful, so controversial, that in the new printing of Rav Gamliel Rabinovich, they took out half of it. So I'm going to say both halves, and we're going to take out, edit out the second half. A Pashat Rashi in the Chumash. It says, Ram Gamliel, what we ask our children to do today, imagine what we ask them. We say, Yankel, close your eyes to the temptation of this world and everything it has to offer, and dedicate yourselves to a life of Kedusha and a life of Tahara. You know what that's like? We're asking him to do the Akedah. We're asking her to do the Akedah. To give up Olam Hazen 2022. To close your eyes to the allure, to the temptation of Olam Hazen 
and to dedicate yourself, Rubai Kekulai, to Torah Mitzvah, it's an Akeda. So how did Abraham get Yitzchak to do the Akeda? Let's study that. Says Rebani Shoilam Achar Hadvarm Ha'ela, Vo'alaikim Nisa Es Avraham, Vayoimer Elav Avraham. What did Avraham say? Vayoimer? Hineni. Let's get it. Let's do it. Ready. Says Rashi, what does it mean? Hineni? Lashoin Anava, Vilashoin Zimon. Humility and preparedness. Avraham and Yitzchak are walking to the Akedah. And Yitzchak turns to Avraham. And obviously Avraham was Syrian. So Yitzchak said, Daddy! It's okay, my kids also call me Daddy. So Yitzchak says, Avi! And what does Avraham say to his son? He nanny. Let's do this. One second. Hineni is what Avraham said to the Melech Malche Hamlochim HaKadosh Baruch to the Almighty Loshana Nivos. Why is Avraham saying the same word to Yitzchak? Says Rabbi Gamliel Rabinovich. From here we learn the same way you have to be Machnia and speak Ba'anivos to the Melech Malche Amochim. If you want your kid to be able to pass the challenges of life, you must speak to your kid with respect and humility. The same way you talk to God. And if anyone but Rashi would say it, Anyone but Ram Gamliel, you'd say, what are they talking about? Says Ram Gamliel, you want to raise a Yitzchak. You want your kid to pass the Akedah. Then your kid has to know that you value them, and you respect them, and you honor them, and you're machnia to a sense to them. And in the later, in the earlier printings of Rab Gamliel Rabinovich, he brings... And when I read this, I thought it was, how could you say such a thing? And I saw in the new printings, they took it out. So make believe I didn't say it. Rav Gamliel said that his mother said, I would never, again, I would never say this. I would never say this, especially at an Aguda convention. But Ram Gamliel writes that his mother would say, if the Torah was given today, it would say, Kabedes bincha v'yes bitecha. And then they took it out in the next edition. Says Ram Gamliel, you know how Avraham was zoicha to have a Yitzchak? Because Avraham didn't say, go there, do this! Because Avraham spoke to his son, Belashayin Anivos. Writes the Chafetz Chaim's son, if anybody would have seen me and my father, they wouldn't have known we're father and son, they would have thought we were brothers. By the way, the Chidah writes it beferish on Rashi in this week's parsha. Yaakov Avinu is running away from Lavan. So the Pasuk says, after Lavan catches off, Vayikra Yaakov Le'achiv. Yaakov called his brothers. Says Rashi, his brothers? Yaakov doesn't have brothers. Says Rashi, Banav. Says the Chidah, Mikan Lamadnu. Shematem Roitzim Shalom Bebeischem. Treat your children, not like your children, but like your brothers. The Chida was an Orthodox rabbi. Rashi, Rashi, 
This is not new vogue chinuch. This is a thousand years ago. By the way, Rav Shimon Schwab writes, What's an av? What's a father? Says Rashi, av! Lechaver. Rashi vayigash. Let's talk about another temptation of technology. Kedushas Hazman. You ever see, you ever walk into a shul and people are on the phone during Chazar Sashatz? You could be at a drusha and people are on the phone. What's going on? What's so important with the phone? You know, recently, about five years ago, they did a study in the UK that the average amount of time people spend on a smartphone and the results were frightening. Five years ago, 65 hours a month, over two hours a day. People say they don't have time for Yushalmi Yoimi. You have time for Bavli, Yushalmi, Safra, and Safri. February 8, 2018, Time Magazine. The average American checks his or her phone 47 times a day. You're surprised? Most people confide with me that they check their phone more than 47 times an hour. And that's an understatement. That amounts to over a sixth of one's total lifespan. And this woman, Catherine Price, did a study and she spent two years researching. What is the allure? What is the draw? What is this relationship that people have with their phone? And she created a plan how people could develop a healthy relationship with their phone. He says, the first thing you have to do, it's not enough to have a vague goal. I want to use my phone less. They need to have a very specific goal. What are you going to do with your newfound time? Because actually, she writes, it's not like you're going to have two hours here, three hours here. You're going to have moments. So instead of going in the elevator and say, what am I going to do for the next five seconds, instead of checking your phone, because you're on some inane chat, instead of checking your phone, <laughs> because who knows what, So she says, you have to identify, what do you plan on doing with those new seconds that you've regained in your life? So I made a copy for you. I would like to suggest something, and uh, we'll give it out after. If you look in the first page of Shulchan Aruch, Mishnah Bura, the first Bir Halacha, Bir Halacha quotes the Sefer HaChinuch. There's something called Sheish Mitzvahs to Midiyas. Where the Sefer HaChinuch writes, Shisha mehem shechiyuvan tamid lo yipasek me'ala adam afilu rega b'chol yamav. There's six mitzvahs that they never cease, they never stop. They're always applicable. Lahamin b'ashem, to believe in the Rebbein HaShalaylam. Ein zulasai. Liyachtoi, there's one God. Le'ahavo isai, I love you Hashem. Le'yira isai, to fear Hashem. Shalai lasar achar machshavas halev. Says the Sefer Achinoch Vesimanam, the Simon is Sheish Are Miklat Tiana. There's six cities of refuge. So I always wondered, 
what do the six mitzvahs to media has got to do with the six cities of refuge? So you look in the Hakdam of the Primagadim. Primagadim writes that in his opinion, the cities of refuge in life are the six mitzvahs to medias. He writes, Kimai Haroitseach, like the murderer. The moment he leaves the Are Miklat, he's endangering his life, so too the Jew. When you have a moment, when you have a second, and you lose it, and you don't focus on the Sheish Mitzvah's Tamidiyais, you're in danger. So the next time you're in the elevator, and you're wondering, you know, what am I going to do for the next four and a half seconds? Let me check my phone. The next time you're at a boring graduation, let me check my phone. The next time you're sitting in the passenger seat of the car, let me check my phone. Why don't you try the Sheish Mitzvah's Timidiyais? The Sefer HaChinuch writes, V'chorega v'rega sh'odam choyshev bahem koina oilam haba. So you say, okay, I did that already. It takes four and a half seconds. Now let me check my phone. They went to Rav They asked Rav You know, these sheish mitzvahs to medias, like how many times a day should you be thinking about it? I'll read to you his words. I made a copy for you. Hamein li chavivi. Believe you me. Zekvar shivim shana ani maharer b'sheish mitzvahs to medias l'chol apachos meya peamim biyoyim. Not a day of my life went by that I didn't think about them a hundred times. <coughs> what do you do on the way to shul? You have a few minutes on the, What do you do on the way to shul? What do you do driving your kids to carpool? How many sha'achases has the Sahara been successful in robbing us of? How many shahachas about which Chazal say, Yofeh shahachas shel Torah u'mitzvahs v'oilam azeh b'kol chayi o'ilam haba. Chavetz Chaim wrote a sefer called Taras Habayas. In Taras Habayas, the Chavetz Chaim talks about the importance of memorizing a masechta of Shas. And he writes many, many reasons why that's advantageous. And one of the reasons he gives is because since there's a mitzvah of to learn while you're traveling, if you have something committed to memory, you'll be able to learn under all circumstances. I don't know that we're on the madrega that we can memorize the Masechta of Shas. But Rapam would say, every Yid should have a go-to shtikol taira. That when you're walking down the street or you're at a chasana or you're driving carpool, you could think about it. So Reb Pam's was the Rambam Shita of Mila B'nai Keturah, and the Kasha, the Shagas and the Noed answer, and the Minchas Chinuch's Kasha. But how about one Mishnah on Perkei Avais? Imagine if, instead of checking the phone a hundred times an hour, you had a Mishnah that you could chazer over. And people hear this, they say, why would I chazer a Mishnah if I could just check my phone again? I know I was on Yeshiva World News three minutes ago, but maybe they updated it now a minute later. And Matzav might be a little different. 
How many Shah Achas has the Yitzhahara been successful in stealing from us? Here's one simple suggestion. Don't bring your phone to Shul. Don't bring your phone with when you have a chavrusa. Don't bring your phone when you daven. And don't hold on to your phone when you learn. And don't daven from your phone. There are enough sedurim in Kal Yisrael that you don't need to daven from your phone. There should be blocks of time that you're not tethered and near your phone. Do you know how many hundreds and thousands more Shah Achases you'll have in your lifetime? You know how many more seconds you'll have in your life? You know how many more Machshavos about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, about Yirash Shamayim, about Avas Hashem? So even if you don't think about the Sheish Mitzvahs to Midiyos a hundred times a day, what about ten more times a day, five more times a day? Masil Susharim writes that one of the main tactics of, tactics of the Yitzhahara is he bombards the mind with an onslaught of things that we have to do that we don't have a moment to think about ourselves. But says Masil Susharim, if a person would think about themselves, cannot cut, even for a moment, they would, it would snowball to such a great effect that a person would reach tshuva shalema. Which means the Yitzhahara has been so successful, he has eliminated from our minds even that Shah Achas Tshuva. So in this chus of our coming together this evening, to hear about what we could do to overcome the great temptation of the 21st century, the Akedah of the 21st century, the Akedah that we give over to our children, but we do it Ba'anivos Hineni, Recognize that this is an Akedah that we also face as adults, perhaps even more than our children. Don't forget the value of Sha'achas. Yofe Sha'achas Betshuva Umasim Toivim Ba'olam Hazah Mikol Chayeh Haba. Thank you very much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.